0: We are very happy to have on the program today Pat Cunningham with the Grady County Historical Society Museum and Society. So, Pat, thanks for coming out today.
1: I'm glad to be here. Thank you.
0: And we've got Cooper Mosley again with us this week. So, Cooper, uh, Pat's been coming in about this time every year to talk about the Give some the, updates. the big gala and all that that's coming up. So, uh, before we talk about some of that, Pat, let's talk about uh, just some things that have been happening over the, the past year at the for the Historical Society and the Museum.
1: Believe it or not, we still get donations almost weekly. And uh, we still, there's only been one day that I can think of that nobody has come through that, you know, when we've been open. And this morning we had 19 homeschoolers and their uh, about five moms uh, in to to tour. They were the older ones except for a couple, but they still got the little booklet we give to all of them because the important page for those junior high and high schoolers was showing the map of the areas that actually had a land run and explaining you're standing in an area. There were no land runs, and uh, a lot of people kind of forget that.
0: Do you have to have a, a reservation to come in if you have a big group like that, or you can just walk in?
1: Uh we, if you have a big group, we would prepare, would prefer to have a week's notice. We had about a three, four day notice kind of on this one. And we thought we were going to have 30 kids, but it, they lost some of them between the fire department and the museum. Okay. A, and we don't know what <laughs> happened. A, but, uh, we made it because I called three people for help and it wasn't possible for any of them, but, uh. It was a very nice group and uh, hopefully they learned a little bit of history while they were there. And um, the fact that, I think they were amazed over the fact that they all got to touch a piece of an imperial mastodon. You do not go into a museum any place else and watch people working on these other through a window, which I've done. Here, you do get to hold a piece and feel it and rub it. came to us all in one piece, it arrived to the front parking lot in one piece. it shattered in Chickasha Avenue when the guy opened the back and it rolled out and so we decided to make a teachable moment out of it, actually feel like what it is, and they find out as one little boy one one little boy said, "Is that wood?" And they found out it was not.
0: How old do we not hold about how old it is or anything or
1: it's thousands of years old and the interesting thing is they found out if the critter were standing in the museum we have two um, brown boards up he would be 13 uh, six inches taller than the one that's on the 13 foot level So uh, as I usually tell the little kids, he's going wherever he wants to go, and we're not interfering with him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So about how long does the tour last typically? I guess it's different Uh, with each group, I suppose. It
1: it is different. This one probably was about 45 minutes or so. we explained the things that were out in front. First, we have the uh, You've Got Mail display that shows things from Bradley, Ellick, and Chickasha. With the amazing thing is there's a reason for that wagon. A.J. Lance, years and years ago, would teach one semester, Delic, and go to be in the House of Representatives the second semester. And he found a way of using that wagon to deliver mail within the state capitol. We now have the wagon back. And that's out there. And then uh, we looked at the other side. And um uh, only about three of them knew what a cistern was or what its name was. And then I got to explain to them that one came from uh, up on Iowa from right across be the block east from where West Elementary or Bill, Bill Wallace whatever. It's now, um, well, I can't even think of the name. It's, uh, anyway, it's, uh, the cistern was left when the house burned. And they called and asked if we would like to have it. And so uh, we sent two people after it. Last year, a gentleman came in and he was telling the story. He used to love to come to Chickasha and he would uh, play with the water in the cistern from Grandma's. Come to find out, the cistern he was looking at was from Grandma's.
0: That's a great story. You yeah. don't, you know, you can't make that up. Really, no, that's it, awesome. It, yeah. it was
1: awesome when he realized that it was just. It was really a great little day it kind of made his day to find out that it was being taken care of and it's out front on display uh, along with, um, there's a lot of other things we have out there, um, a wagon from the Seebeck Farm from over by Verdon. Mr. McVeigh acquired the wagon, and it's there. There's one of our 29 pieces of barbed wire that was put together by uh, Dr. Manette, the late Dr. Manette's grandfather, Uh, a couple of them even came from my dad because they were gifts to him Uh, but we have 29 of those as well as a couple of other displays as well of barbed wire so and then a few other little pieces but the big thing was looking at the oil well photos that were part of the art walk for this last the time that we had it and um some of them Remember driving down uh, Iowa and past the Grady Memorial Hospital emergency room and seeing Jesse Deering Kinley's name on there. And we had a picture of her with Mrs. uh, Nicholas. And I told them the story of how Jesse became a housekeeper for Mrs. Nicholas. They asked her to change her major. She was a senior. This is difficult, and I told all the kids, we fully expect you to change your major as a freshman or a sophomore, because you you learn what you need to do. But she changed as a senior, took all the math, graduated on time, became an accountant for the firm. Two years later, the head accountant, in charge of all the accounts, and then it was less than five years later after he after John Nicholas died. She was put in charge of the oil company herself, asked by Mrs. Nicholas to do that, and she was in charge of it when they had the big blowout down at Rush Springs in 1944, and managed to get it taken care of in 45, and continued to run it in 1974 when they sold it. And incidentally, as I told them, because there were more guys in the group than girls, she had a uh, fewer dry holes than the guys companies
0: <laughs> about that
1: <laughs> she made an it's always been said that she would ask all the experts what to do and then make the decision of what to do and then tell them so maybe the guy should have been asking some maybe so too. yes so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah but anyway it, it did well and so i think the kids enjoyed it they said thank you and one little boy said, this is the most awesome museum trip I've ever had. He loved the museum. So I, I told him I probably that, would tell you that. And he, <laughs> uh, he was thrilled. Well, that's, that says something. probably about nine years old.
0: That just makes you feel good, doesn't it, to uh, have a uh, little fourth-grader say something like that? So you, yeah. you put your life's blood into this after your teaching career, for crying out loud. Have you spent more time at the museum now than you were teaching?
1: Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was 18 years at Tuttle and 20 at Chickasaw, and okay. I've been at, it. It started out as just a helper, you know, a volunteer, like mm-hmm. a half a day or a day here and there. Because the, uh, but then basically we've lost everybody else. I'm the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the first year after I retired and I went down there basically full time. My children complained. The second year, it was, mother, you gotta go. They realized the exercise physically and mentally and everything and getting to meet everybody was probably the most important part of my life in a sense. Otherwise, you have to be walking around around the kitchen counter. It's more fun down there.
0: <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about just some of the other things that have come in maybe the last uh, last few months. Yeah. Or maybe some interesting contacts you've had?
1: Yeah. Well, we, we have gotten, um, well, I'm trying to think which one of the most fun things we've gotten in lately. Um, we have something we can't touch. Okay. Because I've got to get a Geiger counter in. <laughs> most people don't realize that there was a uranium ore found in cement, Oklahoma, and they basically dug up the sc- schoolyard behind the, f- the building and sold it, uh, and it was part of one of the bombs that were dropped during World War II. Yeah. But we have a Geiger counter in the building that, uh, considering we've gotten rid of the ore that was found throughout the country, and uh, the Oklahoma ore is was the worst kind that was in the box, uh, so it tells me, I need to get a Geiger counter and double check this, otherwise we have to remove it from the place back where hopefully no one is touching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been uh, really a lot of other neat uh, photos and that kind of thing. One box of photos came, name on the back of one. All I can tell everybody is please take a weekend when your family is there, go to the be- front bedroom dresser, usually where these things are kept, pull out all those photos and sit down and write names on the back or at least on a piece of paper stuck on it because when you don't know who it is, it's a basically no value. and We'll never find out, but, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, we have gotten um, basically... Um, beautiful set of furniture that was in the living room of the Owsley family up on the hill here on Chickasha Avenue Uh, and we have another piece offered and then they brought a portrait the other day of Mrs. Owsley and their two children that is brand new to us as well and so it's something all the time and the fun thing is you get to look at the new goodies first
0: Fascinating so, Cooper, I don't know if you have heard about this or not. And I've, um, uh, There was a meteorite that hit near the Amber area a number of years ago. You, have you known anything about no, that? I do not know anything. I'm still trying to wrap my head around a uranium yeah, ore. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> so, Pat, are you familiar with uh, a meteorite hitting in the Amber area, 50s, no. 60s era somewhere? No. Okay. Well, I might need to double check my source on that. So, yeah,
1: it, you know, uh, it could have <clears throat> happened, but I yeah,
0: nothing, nothing at the museum that might indicate anything no. like that. Probably, no. We could scour through some of the Daily Express newspapers there or the storage down. You get you have some digital copies of the uh, newspaper down there that you can no, we can go through. We
1: used to have the paper newspaper, actually the, paper the, ones. Mm-hmm. We don't, do not have them any longer. Uh, we took ours to the. Um, Oklahoma History Center, they copied out the uh, 22 books that had pages that we had. They did not. And then uh, a lot of them were in such bad shape, they kind of kindly disappeared and Mm -hmm. a few others were sold.
0: Let's talk about uh, the big 50th uh, year celebration. Is it going to be coming up here in a couple Mm of weeks?
1: Yeah. This year, the Grady County Historical Society's annual meeting will be celebrating our 50th anniversary. The actual date is basically like in March or April, but we're celebrating for the the annual meeting and it will be Monday, November the 6th at the Grady County Fairgrounds. Uh, There will not be a speaker this year. We're just having one giant party. Uh, The Interurban is providing our food. we are having some of the best door prizes we've ever had. Somebody um, sent me a message and said, you go get some of these things and send me the bill. And that is will be done. I will send the bill. And so there will be some awesome door prizes. We will be looking at a PowerPoint. It shows a view of the very first museum in the Auchincloss House. That's the actual first display. The very first gathering of it was placed on the second floor of what was then the uh, Chickasha Express newspaper. Of course that building is now the sheriff's office but uh, that's what they did then and then they gathered it up and then they were going to have a little museum and a fire station on 14th Street. Forget that. The city went no we, we need that after all fortunately they did because they ended up getting the access to the Auchincloss house for a, a dollar a year a dollar a year <laughs> and that we have photos cool. of that and it's fun to look at see which items they had then and what we have now some of it is the same uh but then we have a lot of awesome pictures of things that we have going on you know, recently and things that w- people have given us. So we'll, we'll look at those. And then uh, we'll do a little bit of a review of the status of the museum uh, financially at the moment because we've lost both of our vendors earlier than we thought we were going to. One of them is basically due to lack of sufficient help in town. The other one... Having a gym in a building is an insurance company nightmare. And so that one is something we had basically given out the contract for one year, which would give us a little bit of time to figure out what we were going to do next.
0: Right. So you're still looking at maybe getting another uh, eatery uh, in the museum? Uh, no, we've had so. three people
1: mm-hmm. have inquired, and there's one that uh, is, really seems like they would like it. When they walk in and go, wow, what a clean kitchen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it, the kitchen still needs a little bit of work. But uh, it's one of those things that uh, the board has the choice of. And uh, we'll see what the final decision is on that. But in the meantime, we're celebrating. And um, the, um, just call the museum number, which is 405-224-6480. And uh, if if you would like to come, you don't have to be a member. Uh, We're sending out some invitations to people that have just donated items, but they're not members, that we think they would enjoy coming to visit, and with other people here just enjoy coming to visit the museum itself. Uh, They're important in the future because sometimes they leave money in the little donation box. And they could come and uh, meet and see what's going on. And incidentally, on the back of it, it has the annual meeting sponsors for these, this year. Bill McVeigh, Chet Hitt, Chickasha Lions Club, Chickasha Monument, Cunningham Family Trust, First National Bank and Trust Company, John Holt Auto Group Incorporated, McCullough Brown Patel, Mosley Insurance Agency, and Philip Went.
0: That's a good group of folks. Cooper? We do our best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You got on there.
0: We did. We, we made it this year. You've always been on there. Uh, uh, Cooper, just it's a great uh, place to go browse a little bit. And if you've got a question about Chick Shea history. That's uh, uh, the place to go you've, to. You've got uh, a lot of things, uh, you know, in order and in files. And I don't know how yeah. quickly you can look stuff up if someone yeah. has a question we, about. They
1: have a great uh collection of directories our problem is we don't have all of them i you keep you get one whenever one becomes available kind of thing because today i have someone who's planning on coming tomorrow and they wanted some family history i can find the same last name in the 1910 and 1912 they're not there in the the uh, 1904 one but um no 1908 one but um could be the same family they worked for the rock island railroad and that's why a lot of them came through people kind of forget we wouldn't be here if it we weren't for the rock island railroad
0: we were a big railroad town we had uh, what that two
1: depots yeah. i like had three three depots yeah but they were going from chicago to the gulf and then they had to cross through indian territory they got to minko and minko thought they were going to be the next tulsa and one morning, Minko woke up and the railroad said they were going 17 miles south. Only problem was, they were thought they were going to Pinsey on the other side of the river. Well, The, the Washita River. The, the Washita mm-hmm. River. Well, the um, executives for the railroad came down to Pinsey. Well, the man who uh, was kind of the mayor of the post, uh, he was also the head of the post office and everything else in town, had left to go celebrate. The, executives, little, little for early. the <laughs> executives for the railroad were angry. They said, we'll just go on the other side of the river, and they literally did. Thus, Chickasha was incorporated and it began all because somebody had threw an early party in Penzi. <laughs> Someone counted
0: their chickens before they hatched. Precisely.
1: <laughs> anyway, the amazing thing is, though, that guy brought the post office and everything, and the Pensy made up the first one in 200 blocks, the, the, the wooden buildings at the very beginning. The old Town, old, old Town mm-hmm. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I call County. it Chickasha. I don't yeah. call it Old Town. I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, it's all the Old Town. We don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what are your typical hours of operation at the museum? Normally,
1: they're 10 to 3. I can only be there for a while on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, Stephen Lair usually covers Tuesdays. And Stephen is a 44-year retired Oklahoma State Highway Patrolman. And when he retired, he was in charge of evidence. We don't worry about Tuesdays at all. <laughs> 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 and uh, Friday, it, sometimes we have to hang um, close sign. Uh, although right now, uh, Cassie Poole's mom uh, has been helping out, and she will be there this Friday as well and uh, they always have visitors and they, if they need information, they leave me the messages and I take care of it and follow up the next time that I'm in the building.
0: Still have uh, international visitors come through?
1: Uh, I haven't seen too many international ones lately other than a couple, three from Canada back earlier in the year, but we've had them from multiple states. We're still looking for West Virginia though.
0: Hmm. So if you're in, if you're listening to this and you're from West Virginia, go you, to the Shikeshay Museum. You got yeah. some kid folk in West Virginia. Well, there's a, there's somebody who yeah.
1: here in town who okay. has relatives from West Virginia. They just need for them to come.
0: We should send them an extra special invitation. invitation to do Yeah, that. <laughs> you are invited. That's right. Um, still getting some help from the USAO students.
1: Not as l- much as we would like to. Okay. Uh, we have one at the moment, and she's on her second year, and she, uh, I think at the end of this semester, she will have a year left. She will be a senior young woman who is kind of putting herself through school, uh, and doing a remarkable job. And I will say, this last uh, fall, she did a major display out in front. She did it on, uh, for uh, USAO. And there were a lot of pictures of the students that from posters that we had in the storage, and then some other things that we had. She got two small scholarships as a result from people that realized that a student had done the work. So that helped.
0: And Pat, if someone wants to go see everything, what is the physical address for the Chickasaw Museum?
1: Four fifteen West Chickasaw Avenue.
0: Perfect. And you said ten to three.
1: Ten to three is the usual hours. Uh, a matter of fact, we even have another group coming tomorrow. The chamber leadership class. Oh, leadership yeah. yeah. they're making. They have a whole page of where they're going to be all day, and they're making the museum from eleven to eleven fifteen. Um, so, but the,
0: they need to stay a little longer. Yeah. We can't stay well, too long. I got Rotary.
1: I don't know how they manage. I I've, I have a copy of their itinerary they keep uh, them busy that's for sure they do it all Mm -hmm. in one day Mm -hmm. Uh, which uh, you almost think maybe they should have two days and you spend a little longer and get used to it because the the quote unquote was and this quote is from someone related to me telling me I had 45 minutes and she thought I was going to be speaking the whole time no (laughs) <laughs> I will speak a while and say, here, you go look kind of thing to find out what is here and uh, tell them that, number one, the second floor is 5,000 square feet of storage, and that's where we trade out except for the gigantic pieces of which cannot be moved. And part of what the people will hopefully find out when we have our annual meeting, if all would work out, we can put the two buildings back together like they used to be There's a space up there on second floor that we know exactly where it was at. and It was a sliding metal door. And the reason it's important, we cannot use the second floor for people unless we have a second means of egress. We already have the stairway. All we have to do is cut the wall back open to where the door was and put another door downstairs. And then we can have store uh, displays on the second floor of the, uh, building at 413.
0: That's the gym, The gym. Mm -hmm.
1: Have a meeting room uh, and a place where we can also have summer sessions for for kids and that kind of thing. Do workshops for adults and all of that. And then have the storage area. The bathroom building, the walls are there. Just put the furniture, you know, the parts back. uh, That kind of thing. And even on 413, the space is there. All I have to do is uh, just put the commode back in in a sink. The room is there. Uh, some things like that it just cost money, though. That's our problem That's at the all. moment.
0: That's <laughs> most people's problems. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, well, become a member of the Historical Society.
1: Um, know, it costs and $50 to become a, a member, and that goes a long ways. And, yes, it will cost $80 to come and eat, but part of it is to help keep everybody going and provide a hopefully a, another um uh, anniversary
0: year. Cooper, thanks for coming in today. We appreciate it. And uh, Pat, again, thank you very much uh, with the Grady County Historical Society.